Welcome to the Legacy and Lifestyle Show, where you'll learn how to live the life you want today while planning for the legacy you want to leave tomorrow. And I'm your host, George Palm, entrepreneur, financial advisor, fitness enthusiast, and foodie. What is up, everybody? We are in week two of 2018. Are y'all as surprised as I am how fast the year flew by? Like, I mean, geez, like, how's the 2018? Um, I know for those of you had, who have tuned into my podcast previously are probably like, boo, um, because I've been MIA uh, for the past couple months, and I take full accountability and responsibility for that. But at the end of 2018, I really wanted to lay the framework and foundation to have a successful 2018, right? I really wanted to set that up so that I could hit the ground running and essentially take a small step back to take a big leap forward. So for those of you guys who are still rocking with me, I appreciate you. Uh, you know, we're going to be a lot more consistent in 2018. We got a, a bunch of phenomenal things on the horizon. We got some events planned throughout the year. Um, we, you know, we launched the Melanin Million Movement uh, towards the end of last year, and things are really taking off with that, with both the investing and the merchandise side. Uh, we spoke at a Black Tech Charlotte event, which we really had a good time at. And then actually today, I guess I should say yesterday now, because I'm recording this at um, 12, 10 a.m., just to show you how committed I am this year. Um, yesterday, we got featured in the news, uh, actually was in the Black Tech Charlotte space, kind of just talking about you know what we're excited about and the work that's going to be done there. So really looking forward to all that they're doing as well and collaborating with them um, on a deeper level. So 2018, we got a ton of stuff in store. So keep rocking with us. I promise you guys, uh, you won't regret it. So um, if you want to stay up to date on all the things that we got going on, head over to makesense2me.com and there'll be a pop-up when you get there. Enter in your name and email. We are not going to spam you. We're just going to keep you up to date with everything that we got going on in uh, 2018. And, and of course, if you're on IG, click the link in the bio. You can subscribe to the list and you'll also get a free ebook uh, just for joining. So uh, we'll love to have you as a part of our community. So we're looking forward to everybody that uh, that does that. Also, please like, subscribe, share this podcast with your friends. If you like it, please leave a review as well. That helps us get some more exposure. And I promise your review will not go in vain because we will be more consistent in 2018. All right, so let's get into it, guys. Enough of the housekeeping stuff. Today, we are going to talk about Permission to pivot. How to know if you should continue doing business or anything um, the same way you've been doing it or if you should walk away. At the start of the year, people are really energized to try new things, build on things that they've been working on. Um, but it's also a time where there's some people who you know just know that something's tugging at their spirit and it's like, man, like this is no longer serving me. I really have been wanting to venture into this other industry. I really have been wanting to try to do this a different way, but I just don't know, right? Maybe they're scared because they don't know anything. Maybe they're afraid about how other people are going to receive that they're you know, starting over. Uh, who knows? But I know there's some folks out there right now who started off 2018 and already knew that what they're doing is not what they want to do. So I wanted to take some time today to say, hey, look, you don't need permission to pivot, 
right? And what are some signs that would give you the indication that it might be time to hang it up or move in a different direction? So I'm gonna give you guys a little backstory. As many of you know, uh, last year I relaunched my uh, Make Sense to Me company, brand, whatever you wanna call it, right? And I relaunched it as a registered investment advisory firm. So Make Sense to Me as a brand has been around since 2013. Right. It started off as a blog, but I knew the day that I launched it, that it was going to evolve into so much more. I didn't quite know that it was going to evolve into this. Um, I did write some some very compelling um, things down on paper that did come to fruition, but I didn't know the specifics. I just knew it was going to become more. But I didn't want to not put it out there um, in fear of what I was waiting on. I just decided to get something out there. So I started with the blog. Then it evolved into an online learning academy, right? I created these five learning modules, which are still a part of our core offering today, put a ton of work into that. And I actually really got silent on creating content after doing that because those modules, I mean, all in, if you factor in the supplemental workbooks and everything, um, it's probably like 280 pages worth of content. So I was like, I'm not writing a blog post. I'm not creating a video. Um, for a year, right? And it probably was about a year because I just was so burnt out um, after producing that. But, you know, that is still serving our community well. Uh, you know, go to make sense to me.com forward slash money mastery academy to check that out. But, anywho, the point of uh, me bringing this up is that in 2017, the firm got relaunched as a registered investment advisory firm. What you don't know is that in 2017, I was on the verge of walking away from the financial industry as a whole, or at least that's what I was telling myself, right? And the reason being is because what I was preparing to launch, I felt like was the culmination of everything I had ever worked and hoped for in this industry, right? Um, but for those of you who are unfamiliar, the financial industry um, is very heavy when it comes to compliance, right? There's a lot of red tape, a lot of challenges when it comes to um, launching a business or launching anything in the financial sector, especially if you're licensed, right? And so because I wanted to do a lot of innovative things that you guys are now able to see, like with the Melanin Million movement, you know, nobody's doing anything like that. The way I wanted to um, leverage my asset management platform, there's just a lot of things that weren't common, and especially in North Carolina. And North Carolina is my home state. And so that coupled with the, all the new and trendy things that I wanted to do, I got so much pushback from the regulators um, when it was time to try to you know, launch my firm. And so something that was supposed to take six weeks actually took seven months. So for all of 20, well, over half of 2017, I was essentially holding my breath, waiting for the day that I could launch. Right. And I was and I was scared because, you know, they literally had my fate or at least that's how I felt, had my fate in their hands. Right. If they decided to deny my firm, that means that I can't remember the exact time frame, but there was a pretty extended time frame on when I could apply again. And it wasn't a matter of months, I think it was a matter of years, right? And so I just had this very uneasy feeling and I think the reason why I told myself I was gonna walk away was because it was like, that was kind of my my protection to myself, right? Like they're not putting my fate in their hands, I'm taking my own fate in my hands and I'm saying I don't wanna do this anymore, but I knew deep down inside that I did. But at that time, I didn't know, I was kind of on the fence. 
So I went through this back and forth, like, should I go? Should I stay? Should I go? Should I stay? Uh, I almost felt like it was like a 90s R&B song, like, you know, like Donnell Jones or something. Um, I just couldn't make my mind up if I, you know, should stay in this industry or not. And, you know, typically I make my decisions uh, by using a very straightforward process, right? And the process is uh, that concepts govern specifics, right? And what I mean by that is this, right? So let's just say you wanted to go to Florida, right? And technically you could go to Florida by car, you could drive, you could, you know, hop on a boat, you could go by plane, you know, there's a variety of ways. You could take a train. Um, there's a lot of different ways that you could ultimately get to Florida. So the reality is all of those specifics are in, interchangeable. The concept, right, though, is that I want to get to Florida. There's a lot of different ways I can get there, but I want to get to Florida, right? That's the concept. The, the means of transportation or modes of transportation, those are the specifics. And so typically that's how I make a lot of my decisions, right? I, I say, all right, what is the end game? What do I want out of this, right? And what are the different ways that I can get there? That way I don't get too locked on to like, if this way doesn't work out, that game over. So another way of looking at, looking at that is, you know, destination over directions, right? So imagine for a second that you didn't know the end location. Like we didn't know we wanted to go to Florida, but we did have the, the turn by turn directions printed out on paper. Let's, so let's imagine it's like 1998 and we were, we were using MapQuest, right? What would have happened? What would have happened if those directions blew out the window and you had no idea you were going to Florida? What would happen? You wouldn't be able to pull off on the side of the road or go to the gas station and say, hey, look, we just lost our directions. Can you help us get to Florida? Why? Because you don't even have any idea where you were going to go. Right. All you were holding on to were the specific turn by turn directions. And even in, a, in less dramatic fashion, like what if there were just there was just a roadblock or a construction or some type of detour, but all you all you had was those fixed set of directions, you would not know how to get to your end destination. And that's what happens with people in life, right? They they latch on to these specifics as if like that is the only way to get to a destination. And so when those specifics fail or they're no longer an option, people feel like all hope is lost. And I just don't feel like that's the case. Now, on the flip side of that, right, let's just say you had no directions or you did have directions, they blew out, but you knew you were going to Florida. You could pull off on the side of the road, pull off to a gas station, say, hey, man, we don't got the specific directions, but we know we're supposed to be going to Florida. Can you point us in the right direction, right? So he can probably get you to a certain point. You pull off on another another gas station. They're going to get you a little bit further. And before you know it, you end up in Florida, right? Because you understood the concept of where you were going. And that's so important in life because things are not always going to go according to plan. And how many of you guys set your alarm for 5 a.m., 6 a.m., and you snooze? That's a prime example, right? Something as simple as waking up doesn't even go, even go according to plan. So, of course, major life decisions and everything in between might have a chance of, you know, going in a different direction than we originally intended. So I mentioned how is one to know if they should keep going or if they should call it quits or if it's time to pivot, right? Because for a second there in 2017, I really thought I was going to call it quits. I was like, you know, I had a good run. I'm going to hang my jersey up. Um, I'm just gonna go in a different direction. Like this, this, this is a sign. This is the road forward is just way too difficult. 
uh, it's just that should be my sign that I just need to, you know, move on, right? Like maybe I was being too resilient and that's why I was experiencing so many challenges and I just needed to, you know, go in a different direction. So how did I ultimately arrive at not deciding to go that direction? Because here we are with the podcast, The Farm is Live. We've done a bunch of great stuff since then. How did I arrive at that? And one thing that came to mind is somewhat of a cliche, but it's very true. If you can't stop thinking about it, your work is not done. Simple. The other thing is if something is not growing, it's dying. And so for me, when I was going back and forth about if if this was going to be something I was going to continue to pursue and I had convinced myself for a period of time that, you know, really I was done. Like I was really done in the financial industry. I still had all of these like ideas that just kept coming to me. I still had the heart to innovate. I still had the heart to grow and change and shift the industry as a whole. And it was all coming to me organically and it wasn't forced. Right. And because of that, I knew I was like, man, this is this isn't it for me. Like, if anything, maybe I might do it in a different capacity than I I originally envisioned. But my work here is not done. Right. But on the contrary, if you're being pushed instead of pulled if no new ideas are coming organically, um, if you feel stuck or uninspired, then it might be time to walk away. It might be time to make a shift. And this doesn't only apply to if your company or your business or whatever is failing, right? Like you could have a wildly successful business, right? But if something's not growing, it's dying, right? If you don't feel inspired to grow, if you don't feel inspired to innovate and you're just kind of going through the motions, even though you're making a lot of money on paper or you're successful from a societal perspective, it's still time to walk away, right? Because you're just in a space of, I know this is not what I need to do, but what else am I going to do, right? And that's just no way to live. And so the other way to look at it is, you know, there's no absolutes, right? So again, it might not be that you need to completely shift industries, right? It could be that, you know, take my my career for for example, right? Like it could be that, you know, I no longer feel inspired to serve people on a one-on-one basis. I might feel like that's limiting my capacity and my reach. So I say, you know what? I don't want to be a traditional financial advisor anymore. I might want to go out and do speaking engagements. I might want to do workshops. I might want to do live events, book tours, et cetera, et cetera. But maybe I don't want to be a financial planner anymore, right? And for my clients that are listening, I don't believe that's true. This is just an example. So do not fire me just yet. (laughs) It could simply be that you're just choosing to impact the industry in a different way. Right. Same industry. So go back to that example about, you know, going to Florida. Right. We 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 thought we were going to take a boat, but we ended up taking a car. We thought we were going to take a, a, a car, but we ended up taking a motorcycle. We thought we were going to take a motorcycle, but we ended up taking a plane. Right. You're still getting to that end destination, but you're just doing it in a different way, a way that you now feel inspired, a way that you now feel motivated. Right. And that's okay. You don't owe anybody anything if you decide to change the way you do things. Some people keep doing the same things out of uh, some false sense of obligation to those who support them, 
right, in the way that they're doing the work currently. If people truly support you, they'll support you in what makes you truly happy, inspired, and fulfilled, right? Um, but I remember that feeling. I remember, like, you know, you know, several years ago, and I was like, man, I know there's more that I want to do in the space. I don't know how I want to do it. It's going to look a little bit different, um, which is why I relaunched my firm as an RIA versus the way I was doing business previously. Um, but, you know, at some point you have to just decide, like, I'm going to do what I know fulfills me and what I truly believe is going to have the most impact on the world, right? I'm not going to be pigeonholed to the way I do things currently simply because that's the way I've always done them. And the fact of the matter is you do not need permission to pivot. A lot of people don't change or break out of what they're doing simply because of the fear of the unknown. I don't want to give up all of this momentum that I have, all of this stuff that I've built. I've been doing this for 5, 10, or 15 years. This is what people know me for. If I switch, what credibility am I going to have? If you don't switch, what kind of life are you going to have? And remember, you don't have to completely jump off the cliff, right? If there's new things that you want to try, ease into it. Dip your toe in there. See how it feels. Kind of, right? If the water is cold like the swimming pool, Right. He's like, oh, no, this, this isn't for me. Right. Or if you stick your toe in, it's a little bit warm and you really like it and it's and it's nurturing. Maybe then, then you jump all in. Right. But like you don't have to completely shut down everything you're doing. You can experiment. You can try new things. You can, you know, broaden your horizons and see what those experiences tell you. Right. Those experiences might tell you everything you need to know. They might tell you, you know what? This is everything I thought. It would be, and it's time to make a shift. Or it, might, or it might tell you, you know what? I still feel like there's something else, but not this. Let me keep trying. And that's that's something I just, I really want people to latch on to as we go, go into uh, 2018 even further, right? Like, I do not want you to go a whole year going through the motions with something that no longer serves you. It doesn't matter how high you climb the ladder, if it's leaning up against the wrong wall. You don't want to go through your whole life going a direction, but you know in your gut and your spirit that this there's more for you. There's something different, but this job is, you know, all I got, or this is something that I've I've known and I don't want to venture out. Don't let that prevent you from pursuing the life that you were called to pursue. Don't allow the comfort of stability give you the illusion of security, right? A lot of people are holding on to these nine to five jobs, not pursuing their dreams simply because, well, it's, it's, it's job security. No, it's job stability. And there's a fundamental difference, right? At any given time, your boss, manager, whoever can walk in and say, hey, yeah, you know, we're going in this direction, but uh, uh, you're, you're going in that direction and we're going to have to part ways, right? And what are you going to do then, right? That so-called security that you thought you had. No, it was stable for a period of time, but it wasn't secure. The only thing that's truly secure is your ability and desire to bet on yourself because who is going to bet more on you than you? Who is going to believe more in you than you? And the reason why nobody ever breaks Vegas, nobody ever, you know, wins big is because nobody bets big. 
But if you go all in on yourself, all in on that gut feeling, what do you have to lose? Right? What do you have to lose? I'll tell you what, though. You'll have a whole lot of regret that'll be a whole lot more painful if you go through life not scratching that itch and giving it a try. Because worst case scenario, you could always go back, right? If it doesn't work out, if it's not what you thought it was, you could always turn it turn it around and say, you know, I gave that thing a try, but that's not for me. But if you don't do it, that pain of regret will haunt you forever. So I hope this was helpful. Again, thank you. I hope you guys welcome me back with open arms. We're going to be bringing a lot more value in 2018 consistently. Um, again, please like, share, subscribe, and have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Legacy and Lifestyle Show with your host, George Achenpong, where you'll learn how to live the life you want today while planning for the legacy you want to leave tomorrow. Purpose, passion, and profit. Makes sense to me.